I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is... I'm... It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Movies Against Time! You look very disturbing. That was here. very disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> this is Movies Against Time, and this week, whoo, baby, it was my pick. My turn, I pick, I choose what I say goes. And I bet you're very happy about I that. I am, because we got to revisit a classic. <clears throat> no one even knows about this movie. I don't know about revisiting. <laughs> yeah, no one's seen it, no one knows about yeah, it. No. My history with this film goes back about... Two months ago when I found it on D- on VHS. And you fell in love with it. Yes. Which, of course, the movie being 1995's or 94, depending on what you're looking at, because it's a real weird release. <laughs> Men of War, starring Dolph Lundgren. Sir Dolph Lundgren. Lung- Lundgren. Lundgren? Lundgren. Lundgren. <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> So yeah, Those people know him from Rocky. Which another reason I wanted to pick this one. You don't you don't see a Dolph Lundgren film where he has an American accent, or at least attempts to have an American accent the whole time. Yeah. Nicholas Gunner is from New York. Is that that's what we're to believe. I feel like was he on Die Hard too? No, he just he looks very similar to some dudes that were on Die Hard. He does. Yeah. That's that Swedish. There's not many Swedish actors, I feel like. There's more women than men. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. That's actually, I yeah, can't think sure. off the top of my head. Because now, I, I don't know if like... I couldn't tell you. <laughs> like, is Dana Carvey Swedish? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, you look at Dolph Lundgren, you know. <laughs> yeah. Lundgren. Lundgren, right? That's what it is? Or is it, it Lundgren? It's spelled Lundgren. Lundgren. I want to say it the other way so bad. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> it's like in 95, Dolph had his own Expendables movie and nobody knew. Kind of, yeah. So the reason a lot of you at home may not know what I'm talking about, I mean, some of you do probably. It's not forgotten film or nothing, but this is way more than I know and above my pay grade and <laughs> me trying to talk about something I don't understand. But when a film is made, they take it to like a film festival or something like that and then try to sell it to distributors. Right. I'm guessing... I've heard that before. I don't know. I don't know if that happens in all movies. But. Right. I mean, I'm sure the studio made movies that the yeah. studio made it, studio distributed. But I guess back then it wasn't so cut and dry. <sighs> Harvey Weinstein, of all people, had a reputation of buying movies like this and shelving them. Like lying, saying, I can get this released in every theater yeah. across America and then not just not doing anything with it. <laughs> and that's what happened to this one as well. I wonder if that's like an underhanded thing just to just to own that storyline so he could redo it. That or maybe it's like a tax thing. Maybe. Where it's like he gets to claim a loss on buying this right, and yeah. not making any money. I don't know. Because again, yeah. this is all stuff, like I said, I knew going into this that I would not have a good answer for any of that. All right. So if everyone knows, please email and tell us. <laughs> but when we all know Harvey Weinstein sucks. <laughs> and he's involved with the reason this... When they filmed it, they intended for this to be released theatrically. Right. And Weinstein, of course, told him he would. 
It ended up getting released in theaters in France in 94, like 13 theaters, mm-hmm. and then released in America on video in 95. But in America, it never went to theaters at all. Never went to, it was straight to video. Like, they just lied to them. I wonder if that was, had anything to do with, like, uh, what it made in France when it was released. Maybe it just didn't do well. Maybe. Again, it's it's that Miramax thing that <clears throat> it's just like a Harvey Weinstein thing yeah. <laughs> of, of being known to do that to people's movies. <laughs> because while I, watching this, I know what, what straight, to D, you know, straight to DVD, straight to video action movies look like. Yeah. They're terrible. They're really bad. Right. After watching this one, I was so amazed. It's 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 better than a straight to DVD action movie deserves to be, and I stand by that. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in between straight to DVD and theaters. I'm not sure it's full theater quality. I don't but... believe this is a blockbuster. I don't believe this is going to beat out much, but I do think it's yeah. going to help Dolph's career if it's theatrically released. They, they would have and... had to release it on a weekend where no other movies were coming out. <laughs> I think if this movie went to theaters, whether it was good or bad, yeah. It would have made Dolph more of a household name in America and, and give him a little bit more star power to do Maybe, something yeah. else. Maybe we didn't get to see what Dolph could have done. Because he had it. It's kind of not fair how he got famous to him. Yeah. He was he was like an athlete. Yeah, he was got famous in Rocky. <laughs> yeah. He became a movie star before he ever became an actor. Yeah. And that's, what he, that's one of his quotes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That was his first movie was Rocky. It was a blockbuster. Which didn't huge. really do. I mean, it. it Made him recognizable, but it didn't do much for him as far as him being an actor because he did, what do you have like four lines in Rocky? Yeah, <laughs> what happens is he starts getting these huge, like a, a huge amount of offers, and he's just taking them because he doesn't even know he's yeah. he hasn't even learned how to be an actor yet. Yeah, <laughs> that has to be scary. Yeah, I kind of got mixed feelings about his acting in this. There were certain things that he did, like certain lines that he read and, and did that came out great, and then certain ones that felt like he was reading off a piece of paper. There's that, <laughs> and there's definitely some times, especially on the boats, yeah. when they're on like on water, where he just drops the American accent altogether. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I smile every time. I catch it, I smile, and I enjoy it more. <laughs> so there's some other recognizable names in this, of course. You've got Tiny Zeus Lister, right. Tillman from Roadhouse, Kevin Teague. Right. The bar owner from Roadhouse on the Double Deuce, which it, it, it's appropriate. We said during Roadhouse, he feels like a villain. Why is he not a villain? Yeah. <laughs> which really in this, he's kind of villainish. Yeah. Villain-ish instead of saying villainous. Well, he wants all these people out of there so they can make money. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Which I didn't even know that was a thing. This whole guano thing. Right. So, so <laughs> Dolph Lundgren plays Nick Gunner, who's a mercenary who's trying to get out of being a mercenary. Right. Who gets an offer from a job from of all people, Dharma and Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who that blonde guy's name is, but that's Greg. Thomas Gibson. Yeah, Thomas Gibson and Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you watch Criminal Minds, in which case he's Detective What's Detective Such a, Such a What's. <laughs> Susan does it. <laughs> detective, shut your mouth. But yeah. he he kind of turns him down. I love when they when they approach him though. How great is that for a scene? <clears throat> That yeah. was kind of a fun turn on a trope. Right. The, the the goon comes out of the limo, walks up, tries to grab him. Yep. Come on, <laughs> someone wants to talk to you. Immediately dispatches him. Yeah, usually <laughs> in these movies, like if it was Mel Gibson's movie, Mel Gibson gets dragged to the limo and made the offer. Right. In the backseat? Yeah. <laughs> Bounces his head through the backseat window. So good. <laughs> and they get out like nothing happened. It's yeah. fine. And there's just the guy in the limo is just like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're terrified probably. <laughs> 
Oh man, he seemed indifferent. Like yeah, it didn't he matter. just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greg's not a great actor. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It's not fair to. Is is his name Greg? Is the real man's name Greg? The real man's name is show? Thomas Gibson. Oh, so who's the blonde guy? Blonde guy. Because it's two guys. It's Thomas Gibson and and another dude, like associate Anthony Dennison. Anthony Dennison from uh, uh, that short video about the Monster Mash that was on QVC once. Anthony Dennison was on a show called The Closer, another show called Major Crimes. He's been in a bunch of stuff. A few movies here and there, but mostly TV, yeah. I love <laughs> wardrobe for Dolph Lundgren in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. It looks like... What is wrong with his clothes in the beginning of the movie? Because it's something's wrong. Everything's yeah. too big. Like, his shoulders are way too big, but then the... I mean, he looks like he just doesn't care about life. He just looks like a drunk. Yeah, we get that. Kind of like a disheveled kind of look. Yeah, yeah. it's just the way that, that suit jacket fits his body is... It's unhuman-like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got really broad shoulders, and he's not that thick. So, I mean, that's yeah. kind of... That's part of it. Is he 6'2"? I think he's 6'2". 6'5". Damn, that's a little bit more than that. So, the director of this one, this is his second film that he's ever directed, and also the last time he directs a movie, I believe. I don't, I don't, I don't see anything after this for him. Perry Lang. Right. Which I looked up his thing. He's got a ton of, like, B-movies. I saw a lot of TV <laughs> credits. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even look up his TV stuff. I just clicked on the movies and click. Huh. Maybe I clicked the wrong link. He's got another movie called Jocks, a spring break movie. A lot of B-movies from Alligator Movie. A whole bunch of wacky looking stuff. It, it was he had something to do with 1941, but he wasn't the director of it. Wasn't Spielberg the director of that? Yeah, maybe he was co-director or something. I don't another know. another renowned flop. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't this thing didn't even get a chance to be a flop. Is my problem. It's not like they put 30 million dollars into making this movie. It's like an eight million dollar budget movie. Yeah, if it made 20 million dollars, it's a plus. It's it's a it's. A win in the in the checklist for Adolf. Yep. I mean, at some point, I think he he, like you said, I think he maybe he just picked a lot of bad ones to do. Yeah. Well, the very next movie he does after Rocky Four is He Man: Masters of the Universe for Canon Films, and really? they were just like basically tricking people into doing movies for them at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was his very next job. It's like, ah, uh. I mean, He Man with that accent was so weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it what sucks is like it, it assured that everyone saw it, yeah. <laughs> because he had just done Rocky Four, so he's probably the, one of the most famous faces in the world at the time. Yeah. And then here comes He Man, Masters of the Universe, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." That was definitely a step backwards. Even I, there was even talk on that one. I don't know what we're talking about that now. Oh, because Dolph, where Stallone visited the set of He Man, he was like, "You gave that guy lines." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> joke that he had lines in the movie. <laughs> So he he kind of turns them down after Greg drinks his liquor. Thomas Gibson. Thomas Gibson. Right. He was eating his breakfast. It wasn't his yeah. liquor. It's his breakfast. Where'd that come from? Sweden. Like me. He he meets with Tillman, his old, or he's not. His name's not Tillman in this, but I'm gonna say Tillman every time. <laughs> <laughs> his old uh like colonel, right? That he served under, I I guess, with Kiefer. Kiefer played by oh, what's that guy's name? Trevor. Goddard. 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 Yeah. Who, who, I hated his acting. Everyone will know him from, mostly from Mortal Kombat. He's Kano. Right. 
And yes, his acting is stupid bad. It's actually very similar to um when we did Daredevil, Bullseye, Colin I, Farrell. I did not mind he that He looks much. like Colin Farrell. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, and he that, looks a lot like Colin Farrell. His acting in that one or whoever that actor was. But in this one, I feel like every single time he's on stage, he's getting ready to orgasm over something. Yeah, he's And I can't stand it. It's way too much. <laughs> way too often. You've got the, the, the Australian accent. But that's that's already a thing you got going on. You don't need to add so much more things. He's got the chest, the chest hair carved into an, a cross. He never wears a shirt. He's jacked. Yep. And he just keeps. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoying those peanuts, Kiefer? Yeah. They're really fucking good. Okay. This is how it's going to go. I hit you. Oh, and I yeah. hit you. Yes, yes, and yes. then I fucking hit you. Oh, and then. Yeah. That's, we haven't gotten there yet. I don't care. But anyway, the point is, we don't have to go see my or nothing. Because <laughs> I do want to talk about that now. But so he, he he meets with his old colonel, gets convinced to take the job, and then now he has to go and get putting together his crew. That great right. moment in a movie. I love that. As trope and cliche as that is, up everybody. I still love that part. Sylvia made me laugh. It's my favorite part. It's my favorite. <laughs> he gets Tiny Zeus Slister Jr. Right. Blades, they call him in this. He gets him out of a prison. Which is a monster to begin with, this guy. Yeah. Which he's like, <laughs> what color am I shooting? Yeah, he's a... Uh, He's very cancelable in this. Yes. But he was like, not as light as me. Not in Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> that's amusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jamal, he he gets in a bar, and that bar has a Christmas tree in it, making this movie a Christmas movie. I should have saved it for Christmas. <laughs> <Yeppers>. <laughs> <laughs> that twelve second segment of this film makes it a Christmas movie. From Sylvia's standards, that's Christmas what's movie required. Christmas in a tropical environment, and they don't mention Christmas. Yeah, they never see <laughs> that's the December. That's the way I love it. They never mention Christmas. There's just a Christmas tree in a bar. Yeah. He gets Jimmy G, who's like an Italian mafia Shylock, yeah. roughing people up. Oh, uh, Nolan. No, it's great when they get Nolan. It's kind of like, which one? Is it First Blood Part 2 where he's fighting, or is that 3? Is that... Rambo 3, where it starts out with him fighting in like a fight pit for money. I think it's 3, but I'm not positive. I don't positive. remember. They, they spoof it in um, the Charlie Sheen movie. Hot, hot shots. shots part. Yeah, Hot Shots. It's very similar to Enter the Dragon. Nancy's mom from Nightmare on Elm... Mom. Nancy's dad from Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. <laughs> What's his name? Do you remember? It's, it's not coming to me right now. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, he's in Enter the Dragon... He's doing the same thing. It's a fight where everybody's betting against him, and he's, like, getting beat up a little bit. And what are the odds now? What are the odds now? And then he's, okay, put this on me, and then kicks <laughs> the guy's ass. I liked it more in Enter the Dragon than in this, but at least the fight scene looks choreographed and cool. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I can't remember the other guy's name that I love. Ocker. Okay. I had to write that down because it's so hard to hear. <laughs> so the other two scenes when he goes and gets them, you see the people right away. As he's trying to get him. But with Ocker, you just hear him talking. And in front of him is this great big gorilla. And he's eating. I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if he was trying to get the gorilla to be a part of the thing? I was like, that would just be great. She slaughtered her own joke. We're watching the... It, he, it it cuts to the next scene, like the the next guy to get in the team. And it's just... You're just looking at a gorilla chewing it, it right in the middle of camera. <laughs> and she's like... 
Uh, don't tell me he's recruiting the gorilla. <laughs> that would have been great. I wanted it that, to be so bad. That would have made the movie better. Yes. I wanted it to be real after she said it. I'm like, that would be perfect. So they get the whole team assembled. Nick's pretty much going to be the, the lead of the team. I guess he's paying everybody else from what he gets. He says, the next 16 hours, you guys have to party or whatever. They get to that strip club bar on the water. Right. And, and this whole movie's filmed in Thailand. They really filmed yeah. in Thailand. I don't know if that's where they're supposed to be. No. I, well, I don't know. Well, they have a cool <laughs> like check-in system. When you come in, they, they wand you, take your weapons, and they give you a, a piece of a playing card, a porno playing card, so you can collect your weapons at the end. Right. They, they redo the scene that we've seen so many times, like an Oscar, when they get to Jimmy G, where he's got like 12 guns. <laughs> he gets Blades and Nolan behind him in line. Like, come on! And he's got a little, he's got the two guns in his vest and <laughs> one in his pocket, a tiny little like mini revolver. What are you going to do with that gun? You ain't going to hurt nobody. The two pistols in his side. He, he just loaded with weapons. Finally gives up all the weapons. Everybody starts cheering. Yeah. The last ones were the ones near his ankles. And he's like, these are my babies. Those Take care babies. of them. Yeah. Pulled them out of every crevice. <laughs> Pulled an Uzi out of his butt crack. <laughs> what about that? There was a weird moment in that scene. I think it's Ocker. They're all partying in the bar. And then they start fighting. Oh, Grace. That's what it is. Grace walks in. She's played by Catherine Bell. Yeah, Jimmy G immediately sees her and starts going goopy eyes. But so does some other guy with a huge face scar. It's like Jessica Rabbit walked in and yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. That was my so note. Not. She seems nice and all. I don't know. It's not like a bombshell just walked in. Especially since the women that are on the tables and everything are so much more attractive. She has like a butch look to her. Like, <laughs> Okay, damn. <laughs> she does. She's supposed to. So she's supposed to be very vicious. She could, yeah. She could probably take down just about half the men in that bar by herself. She doesn't need help. Oh, man. I love the fight scene, though. Because you got so much going on. You got Nolan, who's, who's seen do street fighting. He's throwing spinning head kicks and jumping. <laughs> just, everybody's doing their own awesome thing. Blades, Tiny Zeus Listers, like double hand choke slamming guys across the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jamal's just reading his book. Just trying not to have any war at all. Finally starts beating guys over the head with bottles. But then it cuts to Ocker outside with some other dude smoking weed. And he's just like, what time is it? What time is it? Can you tell me what time it is? That really fucks with me. And then cuts back to the bar fight. And then cut back to him and he's like, I could use some ice cream. <laughs> he's just having his own moment outside the bar the whole time. Yeah. Probably a better moment than everyone else is in there. That's when Kiefer comes in and shuts the place down. All of... Nick's team gets arrested for six months hard time for murder. Then none of them did. Yeah. Nick's like, no one died. And he just turns and shoots the guy next to him. Well, look at that. My best man just died. In fact, he was murdered. Kiefer's horrible. Yeah. It was just funny because they're talking at the beginning of the movies like, why didn't you have Kiefer go? What did he say? It wasn't the right. He needs more of a delicate touch. Yeah. Poet's touch or something. Yep. And then you finally meet him. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's why. He's a freak. We make this clear. This isn't you hit me, I hit you, you hit me. <laughs> it's I hit you. I hit you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Every time he touches me, shoot one of his men. Yep. That sucks. Hey, there's nothing you can do. So much for let's finish this man up, man. But, I mean, <laughs> everyone he recruited... He should have their loyalty right there. There shouldn't be a question of yeah. his loyalty because he just did to the that. Team. That's that's the best moment for that. He is no longer with us anymore. Who? 
that actor. What? He Kiefer died at forty years old. No, what he died? Yeah. Is it drug overdose? What is drug overdose? Says he was forty years old. Initial reports indicated Goddard was in the process of getting a divorce and that suicide was suspected. Uh, an autopsy, an autopsy showed he died from a drug overdose of heroin, cocaine, tamazepam, and Vicodin. So yeah, damn it. <laughs> That's gonna make it harder for me to make fun of him now. That's <laughs> you, very sad. You didn't, you didn't know that. No, no. I, I, it sounded like I did when I was like drug overdose. I, I tripped over that accidentally. There was somebody posted a TikTok of actors that killed themselves. Damn. There was a whole list, and his face popped up, and I was like, "Oh damn! I just watched this movie." I'm not gonna have any more fun doing his accent <laughs> and his weird orgasm talk. Now, <laughs> God, <laughs> you're right. That's what it feels like. It does. It, it makes like you feel very bird. uncomfortable. It, he's just yeah, edging it was the whole like time. that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Like Val Venus and him went to the same acting school. <laughs> yeah. It had to be a while ago. I mean, it says he died in 03. It was almost 20 years ago. Well, people tell jokes about people that died and they say, oh, too soon. Well, it's not. Yeah, it was 20 years 20 ago. Years ago. <laughs> well, I just found out right now. So I'm still mourning. Give me it's a second. It's too soon for you. Yeah, I'm still mourning. <laughs> I just found out. Yeah. That's Kano, man. <laughs> he was in a show called Jag, too. Was he? I don't remember him in that. But I didn't see a lot of that. That was always like something that came on after or before something I wanted to watch. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. I may have seen one or two episodes of that yeah. and that's it. <laughs> I know he had what? Like sky blindness or something. He couldn't be a pilot because yeah. he had sky blindness. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it was. Yeah. Even when he shows up, when he's like, we, we kind of gloss over it. But when he meets Grace, what's your story? I'm here on a. Island run by assholes. He like licks her face. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, fuck dude? <laughs> it's like a, it's a hefty lick. Like his bottom lip goes with it. Yep. It's disgusting. Do you think it was in the script or is that just his choice? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was his choice. Wow, he's dead, Sylvia. Based on the type of characters I've seen him playing, it's probably he probably chose. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, was he licking people in Jag? <laughs> All the time. That was yeah. his, that was his thing. That was his one thing. They called him <laughs> Lionel Lick him Up. <laughs> I couldn't say I ever saw him in Jag. I just know that's one of the other things he was known for. I love the line though from Nick. Don't be stingy. He's got some some moments, Don't hold including back. one I really liked towards the end of it. But like the, those those Arnold one liners, he's starting to try to do them in this. Yeah. Because this is well into his career. This is 95, so he's been doing it at least 10 years. He's right. He can put some of it together, it's but he's just well before so weird. He, it's well before he was in that, what was it, that Universal Soldier movie? Wasn't he in one of those? He was. He was in the first one, I know. Yeah, this was long before that. I found out today, just looking at his filmography, that not only was he in Kindergarten Cop 2, but that there was a Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until you just said it. Yeah, what? I didn't either until I read it. He he's the guy in it. Good. Didn't, didn't know about it because Arnold wasn't in it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel so bad now because I didn't know there was a Grease too. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> and he had to inform me about that this weekend. I was like, what? What? We have yeah. VHS. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the first one was about what a bunch of greasers with hot rods, and the second one was about a bunch of bikers. Yep. <laughs> no clue. Yep. Bunch of singing bikers. It's still the same high school, though, right? It's still. Yep. Yeah. The one, the one girl they called Pinky's still in it. It's the same, same principle. What about Even the one girl though? Rox, Roxy. I don't know. Is she in it? 
I don't know. The only she one looked I, like she was 30 years old in the first one. There's only two people I recognized from the first one. It was the, the woman principal and the pinky chick. Yeah. Roxy was the only one I liked out of the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give a damn about saying Is that the name. one with the attitude? attitude? Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at me, I'm Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That chick was Bill. <laughs> That's because she was 30 years old. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing a high school kid. Yeah. They were all in their 30s. Yeah, <laughs> But it was between her and Sandra D that looked the oldest to me. None of them looked like they should have been in high school. None of them looked older than Kanicki. Are you kidding me? Kanicki was horrible. Kanicki yeah. was 68 years old in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this us just not talking about Men of War today? <laughs> We've talked about everything. We've probably mentioned about 16 different movies yeah. at this point. <laughs> this would be a horrible drinking game for people. Every time they talk about a movie that's not the one in the title. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? That'd be the best way to do it. <laughs> You'd never make it through an episode. They, yeah, they wouldn't finish. <laughs> be collapsed on the floor halfway through. So once they get to the island, the movie really picks up. That's where the movie's at. I, I, the, the putting the team together stuff's dope, whatever. Yeah. But once they actually get to the when they they show up at night and they like breach the island by raft and they're running up the the beach to get to the jungle and then there's just some. Dude walking around taking a piss, and they all stop and are quiet. <laughs> it's it's probably the best laugh in the movie. It is. <laughs> so they're all quietly watching, and and then I think it's Blades goes to bring his gun up, and then Ocker puts his knife to him, like shh, pulls Sad. his shorts down, like past his butt, like kids did in in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, and then he slowly turns and he says, "Are you guys lost?" As he's taking a piss in the woods, like how do, how do you like literally just take a piss when? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a girl. I don't think that would be part of it for me. <laughs> yeah, they watch him take his whole piss. And then finally he just turns, you boys lost or something? <laughs> and he's so like good. the comic on the island. Yeah, he's played by B.D. Wong, who yep. listeners probably recognize him best from Jurassic Park, Dr. Wu. Yep. I kept looking at him and looking at him and be like, I feel like he's been in like 10 to 12 different movies I watched, but I could not place him. What's crazy is he looks to be... 16 years younger than he was in Jurassic Park. Yeah. But Jurassic Park was around the same time. 96 was the next year, wasn't it? 96 Jurassic Park came out? I think that's what was messing me up so bad because I was like, every movie I was thinking he was in, he looks so much different. And I was like, he looks so young in this one. Young I know and they jacked. Can. Yeah, I could not <laughs> figure it out. I was, But he acts really good in this one. I, you'll love him in this if you actually watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, he, this is his movie. Other than the Jurassic, have you seen a bunch of bunch of the Jurassic Park movies? Yeah. But other than that, m- most of the other stuff he's done it seems like a lot of voiceover from animated movies. Yeah, but he was one of the first ones to come back in the new one. He was the yeah. the big cameo of the comeback from the original. <clears throat> that island that they were partying at before they get there though was Laguna Bay, and you Nick has a moment when he's <clears throat> talking to one of the girls in there. Like, do, do you miss the way it was before we came, before Americans come? Because that's what happens when Americans come to one of these islands is it becomes <clears throat> Laguna Bay. Yeah. Which is like a broken... Right. They try and monetize it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I've always been here. I was born in the room down the hall. It's horrible. Yeah. She kills me with herself, though. But it, even right there, before they even get to the island, they set up Nick having problems with the idea of... Because the job is to convince a bunch of natives to sign a piece of paper so that a company can come in and mine all their resources. Yeah, they're just convincing them to leave, really. Yeah, by force with guns. Yeah. That's the job. It made no sense for the guy to pick him for this because he has a conscience. Out of all the people, 
he's the one that seems to care about everyone and not want to do harm. Yeah, Tillman makes no sense for hiring him yeah. instead of Kiefer. This is Kiefer's job. Right. Yeah. Kiefer would do this in a day. Oh, yeah. It'd be done with. Yeah, who wouldn't ask him to leave? He'd just go mow him all down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I mean, they did have the problem at the end. The thing he wanted the most, he, he just wanted to blow up just or to get rid I should, of everyone. I should say he'd try and just mow them all down. Yeah, but they are a murder people. <laughs> he wouldn't have been as, as diplomatic as uh, as Dolph. <laughs> yeah. The native people all have like a super against violence and, and calm demeanor, but also oh, they are all a little bit sketchy. Like they all seem... Very obstinate. Yeah, even, <laughs> even uh, Poe, B.D. Wong. Poe is very hiding something the whole time. The way the yeah. way he's presenting it, no boss, no big kahuna here. I'm small potatoes. Yeah, like yeah. he's definitely being sketchy. But there's they they fire their weapons into the into the you know the huts and they just all cheer. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we, we're set up he to said, believe they're just like this peaceful. He said we're going to set up camp over there in the woods. Anybody creeps up on us, any sounds in the middle of the night, and brrr, he started shooting his gun through all their huts. Yeah, and then they just offer up one of their women to spend the night with them. That Monkey, was weird yeah. too. Yeah, which Nick turns down because it's you have to. It's not Imagine right. one of these movies goes down and the guy's like, "Oh, dope! Yeah, I'll take one." <laughs> yes. yeah, like you well, always one of them. Well, that's what his oh, thing. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Nolan. I'll take her. What was he like? If you don't want her, I'll take yeah. her. Yeah. But at this point, they're still the bad guys. They still know that's what they're going to be. They, they, yeah. The village people hasn't haven't won them over. He's yet. just trying to be, like I said, diplomatic about it and talk them into leaving. Yeah. It's a gorgeous setting on the island. It's beautiful. Tropical, yeah. Tropical island. Yeah. That's what happens when you shoot <clears throat> on location. It looks great. <laughs> They don't really do that anymore. Nope. It's too much money, I guess. But I don't see how, I mean, building the set seems crazy to me. If you there are, have some place in nature, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, really. But I'm guessing the permits to be able to go there and stuff yeah. like that. Whatever government they, owns that island, you got to pay them to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, They start setting up little things, though, little hints. Like the kids are shooting little spitballs or something at ants off of a stump. Yeah. Like bullseyeing these ants, <laughs> which is really funny because what w- we're seeing is there's ants on the stump and then they cut the film and there's no ants on the stump. <laughs> but the way it looks is that they're shooting them and making them disappear in second, like in less than a fraction of a second. Right. And one of them walks by and says, good aim. And then the, the little boy turns real quick and shoots him right in the back or in the ear. Yeah. So, another one of my favorite lines is, is like she said, but the guy says first blood. It's funny. You just eat all the good parts. Sorry. <laughs> you should just be happy that I am participating in your movie. Oh, that I is... know. <laughs> my fault. Oh, Bob stuck. <laughs> Bob got lost. Bob didn't get to see this the way it was supposed to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> right? You, there's no boobs in the way you saw it, right? This is the best scene of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember when I was watching this? Do you remember the commercials? Where they're trying to get sponsors for native tribes to send money oh, when yeah, you're 10 younger. Cents a day. Yeah. yeah. But it always had them walking around naked. Yeah. And, and National Geographic yeah. had it when they were yeah. talking about it. But mo- most people this day would look at that as insane, just on normal TV. But them ladies, that's not what they looked like. Them ladies in that yeah, no. no, I'm not saying <laughs> that, but to me, it reminded me of that when I was watching right. this. That, that was just something in my childhood yeah. that was just normal. So to me, them cutting that out on the normal TV streaming is weird. 
Yeah. It's not played in a very... Ah, it kind of is. <laughs> They're playing some kind of betting game and Nolan has to get in on it. Like He can't even speak their language, but he runs up to a bunch of guys cheering around like... It's not dice, but something like dice. Yeah, I don't remember what they were playing. I don't know if it was a real game, but he just immediately... Hey, we got some action here. Can I get in on this? Yeah. P- brings up his watch. It's a Timex. <laughs> he is a severe betting problem. Yeah. He's just addicted to gambling. <laughs> they do some weird nonsense and like throw a worm or something and everybody starts cheering. He's like, did I win? Did I win? Am and I good? Yeah. <laughs> Nolan gets all the good parts. He gets high off some. That's Ocker. Yeah. Ocker. Okay. Ocker. Yeah. Got high off some plants that was to help his wounds. <laughs> Yeah, so they set it up a little bit in the bar scene. And they don't have to for a straight-to-video movie, but they do. In the bar scene, they sh- they set up having Nolan talking about Jade. Because the last time any Americans or right. foreigners were at this island was the National Geographic people. And they, they, they made this article about Jade possibly being there. Yeah, at this point, you didn't they didn't say specifically what they were mining for, what they wanted to mine for. But... Yeah, and that's not what they want to mine for. No. But so he leaves that National Geographic at the bar, and then Kiefer finds it. And that's when he's like, oh, this is good. Right. <laughs> he's not the smartest cookie in the world. It's very bullseye from Daredevil. I bet you he's doing him. <laughs> in the yeah. I bet you Colin Farrell is doing Sandstone. Yeah, they look like they for sure could be related, if not his brother. <laughs> he does a lot of mouth stuff in Daredevil. A lot yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me have to go back and watch Daredevil now. That's I love funny. that movie. <laughs> That's the beauty of action films. Yeah, that was a good one. I've heard good things about the Daredevil TV show, but I haven't seen none of it yet. It's good. Yeah. It's pretty darn good. So while they're having like a feast on the island with the, with the natives one night, and it's like a ceremony thing, Kiefer's men show up on the island and start tripping the, the, the claymores that they had set around and, and firing on the group, hitting natives. Right. But Ocker takes a bullet to the chest. To the shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that seems to get a hit, but he got hit in the shoulder. So one of the women there is like fixing him up, rubbing some kind of medicine on his chest around the bullet hole. Right. And they should even show the back. They show that it went through. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. But <laughs> And then she gives him something for pain. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's looking through broken yeah. glass at the sky. <laughs> he's like, dope, choose it. And then it cuts to Jamal teaching the kids how to play football. And then he, you cut back to Ocker walking around the beach just aimlessly. Yeah, like you said, he finds a little piece of glass. Look, I can play with this all day. Yeah. Cut back to the kids playing football. That One of them gets a touchdown. And Ocker just starts screaming, cheering, and then falls over butt-ass naked. In the, <laughs> like, we never see that he's naked. It's a great reveal that he's naked. He's so high. Yeah, whatever he took for pain was the good stuff. I like how the... Natives had made a joke out of the dinner too, and gave them these horrible eggs oh, yeah. that tasted really disgusting. But in were they fermented eggs or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but one of them, when they pulled it out, you could actually see it's the like a birds. tiny little chicken. Yeah, tiny little oh, chicken and everything. Okay. So were yeah, but on but on the screening for the the TV for free, you don't get to see that. It's just blurred out, oh, so you it? can only see it on the VH tape. Yeah, watching it, because the first time I seen it was on the VCR. But then when I had you watch it, we just found it on YouTube and watched it. And yeah. man, I was bummed out. I'm like, there's no way Bob sees the same movie I watched. Yeah, no, this one I watched is YouTube. It was yeah. the only place I could find it. 
I mean, you've seen it, so I wouldn't make you watch the whole thing again, but this this is the way to watch it, is on the tape. Yeah. I was bummed out. Action scenes are cut. Like, deaths are cut out of it. And it's and the, the difference between what you see when you stream and then... Or even what's on the DVD. The DVD has the, the, the cut-down lower version. It's 26 seconds shorter, the, the cut version. Yeah. All we get is 26 more seconds on this tape. But it's... Huge. It's where it counts. It's a loaded 22 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's like the most important 26 seconds. <laughs> Telling you people out there, if you have a VCR... I know the tapes are annoying because they're bigger. Keep it and just get some tapes because you're <laughs> missing so much on these older movies on streaming and the DVDs because they're not giving you everything. No. <laughs> There's so many movies on tape that we have that never made it to DVD. Yeah, We'll, we'll never too. make it to streaming. There's yeah. forgotten media. It's just lost <laughs> forever. Yeah. So Kiefer now is in the area. He starts strong-arming Dharma and Greg. Strong arming <laughs> Dharma and Greg, trying to. They're like, "Well, we'll, we'll hire you." Because well, just to be clear, Dharma's not in this movie. No, I'm guessing the guy with blonde hair and the glasses <laughs> is going to have to be Dharma for me to make any sense of this. Because <laughs> yeah. I did not catch their names. The company's name is Nitromine. I know that. Yeah, that's their company, which is just those two guys, and that's it. Also, Tillman. But I don't think we find that out until the no, very yeah, end. No, yeah, we know it's, it's a thing at the end. We find out, but. It's not a shocker. It's just weird the way they say it. Yeah. But Kiefer strong arms them to, to get like a 25% partnership. He wants in on it. I thought it would have been an awesome twist if like Tillman was her <clears throat> father and he had left. And that's why he oh, knew about yeah. it. I thought that would have been a cool twist. But I don't think that's what happened. But that's why I was trying to like pay attention to see. He's still there though. Yeah. They say he's still there. He's in the grass. He's in the trees. That's a cool thing they set up on the island. That girl, Loki, that was going to be offered up to Nick. They start to have kind of a relationship. And he calls her a pain in the ass. And she's like, that's what my dad used to call me. <laughs> so it starts to set up that her dad was like not from there. He was from America, it seemed like. Right. And then the, the her mom tells the story of the first night he showed up. There was a noise in the sky, fire on the mountain, and then a giant jellyfish floated down. <laughs> Obviously a parachute. It's it's great. I love it. And then the next thing you see is like a World War II missile or something. Uh, plane, like crashed plane in the uh, on the mountain because they have to get to the high ground. Yeah, because she takes them high into the yeah it, mountain again. It's it's a director that had made one movie and then not a lot that I saw. Bob found some bees. I didn't even see those. Yeah. And then a guy <clears throat> who never really got a shot at being a leading man, I don't think. Or no one could figure out how to do it, maybe. <laughs> it's a good movie for what it is. Most of the action movies at that time, this is far better than the ones I... Dustin I've seen likes. some terrible straight-to-video action movies, man. Well, just to name a few, Shadow Warriors. Shadow Warriors 2, Assault on Death Island. <laughs> But this one actually has a storyline, which I like. There's a little something going on here, yeah. Right. That's why I usually hate action movies, because there's no storyline, and this one has something to keep the female population interested. And so many <laughs> things are, are left in the beginning to feed towards the end. It's not plot whole city here. <laughs> Granted, I don't believe... Because okay, so everyone kind of assumes it's Jade they're, they're trying to mine out of there. Right. And what was his name, the one BD... B.D. Wong Poe. Poe. Okay, so Poe po kind of allude, 
that he knows what they're after. Because when he's walking through, he's like, there's nothing on this island but bird shit and something else. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of goes on. And then when you get bird and bat shit or something. And then at the end, you find out that's actually what he wants is the bird shit. Yeah, the, the whole time Nitro Mine was trying to get them to, to get the rights to the island was just for bird shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was looking it up. I, I had to look that up because I didn't think that was worth anything. I was like, did they just is make, did they just make this up for a movie? I'm asking myself, but yeah, it is. Wow, it's actually explosive <clears throat> or something. So I mean, that's it's crazy. Explosives and also like fertilizer. Fertilizer, like, I feel like, like you can the, find some other shit, like, but explosives, I didn't know. Supposedly, like, the best fertilizer. <laughs> uh, well, the pterodactyl shit there. Yeah. The first bird shit there. Yep. But that's crazy that he actually told the truth at the very beginning, exactly what was needed, but he just had no clue. Oh, and they're talking about doing the job when they're all together putting the weapons on the table. He's like, this, this end is where we're going to enter because this side has trees and this side is all bird shit on rocks for miles and... I like Grace is just part of the team now. Jimmy G kind of convinces Nick to to take her aboard when they're on the boat, and that other boat was in the distance. Nick takes out that rocket launcher, and she kind of calls not to waste the missile because she knows the exact distance that the the weapon's effective at. And they touch back on that later too. And I love that she's like after he's because she, he had yelled at her for coming up. And she had thrown his little uh, medallion that when he was in the forces he had. He said, like, just another fucking boys club. Oh, yeah. She goes downstairs. <laughs> he throws that coin to almost everybody he meets in the beginning of the movie. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Even Kiefer. He throws the coin to Kiefer and Kiefer, like, don't throw your coin to Kiefer. You're going to ruin it. You're throw it in the water. <laughs> yeah, I found the thing about the guano. It wasn't fertilizer. The word I was looking for was agriculture. But for fisheries. They put it on the reefs, and the fish just go nuts over it, and then they just want to live there around the reefs again. Huh. That makes sense. It says sense. Just, just on commercial reef fisheries, it's worth $650 million a year. That makes tons of <laughs> sense because they're saying that they had tons of food there. Why would we, we need the money when we have it right here? Why are we doing a podcast right now? <laughs> we should be out collecting bird shit. <laughs> that is that easy to find. Oh, man, because if you check my car every morning, I've got some minerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually right after you wash it. That's when you get the best. I mean, how much do you have to collect for it to be worth <laughs> some money? Like, if I get a Dixie cup amount, is it like 25 bucks? I don't know. I guess between all the different uses of it, it's worth, it's like a billion dollar a year industry. I need to know the value <laughs> per, per ounce. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how much. I'm going to start slinging bird shit. I don't think we're talking about ounces. I think we're talking about tons. <laughs> I'm sure there's a guy Talk out about there some kilos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey man, I got a kilo of bird shit. Come on, meet me in the alley. <laughs> this is 100% pure Southern Raven guac. Then you start getting the stuff that's cut, <laughs> baking soda. Oh, but anyway, so they kind of get forced to split up, and and Blades is the most violent out of all of them. It seems. Yeah. So since since they were attacked that night. Gunner has to go get the high ground to see more to understand what's going on, I guess, tactically. So they have to split up and Blades gets left in charge. So Poe, Nick, Loki, and the boy all go up. There's also a little boy whose name I, I 
Yeah, I didn't. Even, I, I looked in the credits. I don't even see him credited in it. But either way, he has attached himself to Gunner. Really, yeah. Bad. He's like his mini me at this point. <laughs> he has to like carry him on his back while Loki and Poe get to just climb freely. <laughs> this isn't even my kid. And Loki's her child. What? Loki? Oh, it's Loki's son. Yes, that's why he has to carry him and take him when uh, she's taking him up there because she won't leave him. They don't talk about who the dad is, right? I think he just said he came to visit and then he left. Because later on we find out Poe used to just live in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Like That's he, how I learned to speak English so well. Yeah, he was claiming he can speak English because of the National Geographic people. And then <laughs> finally Nick c- catches on like, hey, you speak a lot of English for just meeting some guys for a week. <laughs> well, I did used to spend some time in San Francisco. I was a bellboy. <laughs> Why didn't you start out with that? I didn't want to be treated like a bellboy. Yeah. You ever been a bellboy? <laughs> I like Poe and, and Nick's back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. So while they're gone, you know, to the top of the mountain, Blades wakes up and decides, let's not wait anymore. Let's get our bonus. Let's let's just get him to sign. He wants to do it by force. It's right. what Nick's been avoiding. So he goes out, makes everybody wake up. And start, even, even Jamal has to go stand with him because he is in charge. And you see Jamal's kind of tore up about it. Like the kids walk, run up to him with the ball, and he's like, "You trying to play ball? I'm working right now." He throws it. The kid catches it, and he just has that good arm. No, <laughs> what? no, nice hands, nice <laughs> hands. It's just—you could tell he was trying to have his moment, and it just felt like he was reading the words "nice hands" twice off of a card. <laughs> yeah. Sylvie over here, good legs. <laughs> Blade says, sign the paper or I'm going to start cutting off hands. And then immediately, some old man runs up and just cuts his arm, his hand off and then throws it. Oh, I know. The stub in the fire, hands it to him. Here's your hand. Well, that <laughs> you, ain't going to work. You ain't going to kill me. I'll kill me first. Yeah. <laughs> then all the little kids run up and put yeah. the rifles to their head. He threatens he's going to burn the village down. If they don't sign, they start burning the village down. Yeah. Like, this is not like, going like, to work. Tell me something I care about. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Nick and Poe return and, like, kind of get in the way of it. There was one point I seen, uh, what's his name? I, I keep wanting to call him just Zeus. But yeah. him and, and Blades. Dolph Lundgren standing next to each other, he is so much bigger than Dolph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, so much. You're talking about someone who is physically <laughs> there's fit. Not, there's not a lot of scenes where you see them standing directly next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> he's not taller, right? He's just thicker. I think he's a little bit taller, too. Damn, how tall is he's he? He's, like, twice as thick. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was going to say was like Dolph, before he was an actor, was an athlete. Yeah. That's what he did. He was sports. So that's what his build is yeah, from. Yeah. What was it? Uh, karate champion yeah, or something? Kin karate. And then, but also he was an Olympic. And he definitely got the reach for karate. Ain't nobody getting in on him. <laughs> yeah. He trained in Taekwondo for a short period. He was a bouncer in New York City. That's when uh, <laughs> Grace Jones is the one that discovered him there. Yeah. Trying to find, because he was like a gold medalist in, hmm. well, from 1980 to 81, European heavyweight karate champion. 82, Australian heavyweight karate champion. Australian? Yeah. Maybe it was just karate. I thought I saw something of him almost on a swim team or something, but I'm, I'm not seeing it now. Huh. I hadn't heard about that. Now I got to find it. <laughs> Maybe it was a dream I had when I thought I was researching. <laughs> Did you... Check out the Wikipedia for Dolph Lund- Lundgren at all when we were researching this? No, I did not. There's a pretty interesting story about 2009. 
says in early early May 2009, three masked burglars reportedly broke into Lundgren's Mirabella home. The burglars tied up and threatened his wife, but fled when they found a family photo and realized that the house was owned by Lundgren. Lundgren later stated he believed the intruders to be Eastern European and had asked contacts in Bulgaria to investigate them, but to no avail. After the incident, Lundgren's elder daughter, Ida, suffered from PTSD. His wife was the most traumatized, and as of 2011, they divorced. Mm-hmm. But what about the three armed burglars that busted in and was going to just rob the joint and then saw the family photo of Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> yeah. It was like, never mind. <laughs> Could you believe that? That story almost feels fake. They'd already tied up. Imagine tying up a woman. That doesn't even seem possible to tie a person up. I suck at knots. I could not imagine <laughs> trying to cu- tie a person in one. I, got, I could. I got problems with my laces. <laughs> I, I'm not great at it. I'm not the best at tying laces. I have no problem. Okay, Wilmer. You know what? Now, what if you're doing that and you look up to the over the fireplace and it's Lundgren? It's it's. I keep wanting to say his name. Sasquatch. From Rocky, and I can't remember his name. Ivan Drago? Ivan. Ivan. Yeah. I feel like you just have to have a griddle and hit him over no, the head. No, you leave. That's what happened in real life is they left. <laughs> now, you were right about Olympics. It was Olympics, right? It was, he, was, he says he served as a team leader for the U.S. pentathlon team. They do the pentathlon the stuff. The 96 Summer Olympics. They ride the pent. Pentathlocycles. <laughs> What's a pentathlon again? Isn't it like ten different sports? Oh wow! Like run, running, running, swimming, biking. All so that his kind of build thing. is from ath- athletics, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Tiny Zeus Lister was a bodybuilder. Right. Um, Stallone is a bodybuilder. Yeah, so his body doesn't look as impressive to these guys he's standing next to, but it's better than those bodies. It's more functional. Yes. I guess you would say. Right. <laughs> And he had a scholarship for MIT that he got fully paid for. Yeah, he's like a he legit scientist. Yeah, he's like a genius. Yeah. yeah, the man's perfect. Let's not beat around the bush here. He's six foot five, giant, gorgeous, genius. He couldn't help himself, Bob. Had it's to like go he there. was made in a lab. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's a created character I would make for a video game for me to play as. <laughs> Even kind of disproportionate the way my wrestlers end up looking too, a little bit. Yeah, his, his his shoulders are so it's wide so based on, on his overall form. It, it's kind of awkward look. And then we haven't even touched on his chin. Don't touch his chin, first of all. That would be <laughs> a bad idea. We haven't touched on the fact that his chin, it almost seems like he has all the features you're supposed to have as a leading man, but just like turned up to 10 too much. Yeah. I mean, it's like 64, 65 years old now, and I still wouldn't want to get into a rumble with him. <laughs> no, negative. Sure, he's only tying up his wife. <laughs> yeah. So he, he meets with uh, Dharma and Greg back on the boat. They they tell him it's just bird shit. That's all it is for. He's like, you want me to kill these people for bird shit? Why not? You've done it for less. Yeah. That's when he comes back and has decided we're not doing this. He he walks up to Blades. Hey, man, what's up? And just knocks him. Knocks him to the ground. You ever notice that Goddard has a hair of cross carved into his chest? He said that earlier. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> That's what I was saying when, it, when it, he doesn't always have to be so much because he's already got the Australian accent, the, the cross shaved into it, carved into his <laughs> chest. I said carved. Maybe that's why you missed it. Yeah. I think my remark was, God, I wonder how that wax job hurt. <laughs> you think you wax or shave? <laughs> I don't know. He looks too dang smooth for it just to be a shave. All right, damn. <laughs> Talk about me. I was looking because the idea of a wax, 
just skews me out. And I'm a woman. I don't even want to know what kind of pain that is. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Women will never know the pain of a man having his chest hair waxed into a cross, first of all. You'll never <laughs> know that pain. No, they just don't be teeny areas. What was that movie? ten times worse. 40-year-old virgin he did it in? Kelly Clarkson! Like, he really did it? Yeah. That was real? <laughs> it's been, like, copied so many times. Yeah. Dude was bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it was scary looking. Like they're gonna rip his nipple off. They're gonna rip his whole ass nipple off. The woman that was doing it claimed that she did it a thousand times, and it was like only the second or third time she did it. Oh, really? So she wasn't doing it right. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like that's the way you're supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to put the glue on the nipples, are you? <laughs> you're supposed to glue the nipples, Greg. Um, <laughs> nipples, Greg. Do you glue that? <laughs> So he takes the island. It's now under his protection. He's basically declared war against Tillman and the other mercenaries in Nitro Mine. Right. He only has, like, what, three people with him? He's got three people, but he also has has a a group of natives that have been pretending to be peaceful people. And they are not. You hear the story of the old people (laughs) that died, the ones that drink blood and live for war. Yeah. Drink blood like water. Blood like water. It's them, though. The old story, old people's b- stories, bullshit. We are the old people. <laughs> yeah, that's. What I was going to bring that up though, because when they when they see them coming on the rafts, uh, I think it's Jamal calls out, or Poe, one of them. It's yeah, it's Jamal. Fifth, there's fifty total, including your friends Jimmy G, G and Nolan. Right. So, yeah, they teamed up. Right there, they give you a chance to kind of keep scores. So what I did was I, I wrote down forty nine because <laughs> I know Jimmy G's not. There ain't no way. To, and I really didn't want Nolan to be. Yeah. I thought Nolan was going to be on the side of, of, of Nick in the end, too. I was so disappointed when he turned. But I didn't count Jimmy G. So I just wrote 49. You can count. As it goes down, you can count down. How, I, I did. My notes is all like 50, including Jimmy G, Nolan, Blades, and Tillman, and Kiefer. <laughs> Creep from the bar is back, all burnt up, shooting some needle up. What was that about? When, did we see him get burned? I don't was, remember seeing it happen. Yeah, the guy who also wanted to like talk to Grace in the bar. Yeah. He's returned, but now his face is all burned. I think it shows in the bar that he got burnt up. I'm pretty sure it did. Okay. The only thing I remember from the bar fight the most clearly is when Nick Gunner walks in and just starts pushing people with his palm against their head. Yeah. And that's how he's throwing them around the bar. And he's just so big it looks like it makes sense. <laughs> but so they, they, they attack the, the island and it's being defended by Pretty much three mercs, like you guys said, and then Lord knows how many of the tribe. I don't, I don't know the best way to refer to them. They don't say the name of their right, yeah. group, band? <laughs> Clan, tribe, Clan? village. <laughs> the whole village. Yeah. <laughs> and they're using guerrilla warfare. Yes. They, they know the island. They also know of the yeah. tunnels under the island that are all connected. So they're popping out of... Holes all over the place. Yeah. They're doing Rambo. Tunnels. They're doing Rambo. <laughs> and I love it. This again, when I say this is awesome, this is what I mean, Bob. <laughs> these these moments. Look at him. He's not even he doesn't even carry shooting that gun. Bored with you now. Then the other guy that they're playing football with can't get rid of the kids. They're just tagging along at all costs. They save him yeah. a couple of times. Oh yeah, they they set up that they can shoot so well out of those things and now they're shooting blow darts at the enemy. <laughs> yeah. They all shoot at once and you see like seven blow darts in the side of the one dude's head just falls to the ground. <laughs> Yep, right. they found some good poison. Or they gave them the stuff that went high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, good job, kids. Now stay down. Go some, find somewhere to hide. And they start following them. God damn it, this ain't no game! 
You see a scene with them rubbing the darts on a frog. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I have those African frogs that are supposed to be deadly poisonous, the colorful yep. ones, but I don't see them in this movie. So they touch on the Sun Tzu art of war a little bit. They mention the fact that you don't don't corner your enemy, leave him a straw to escape. And then they, they touch back on that again later on when, when Tillman leaves the raft for Poe and his, his people to, to escape on. Right. Or not Poe, Nick. Poe's the one that tells Nick where it is and shows him. So that's his, that's his way out. And Nick throws a grenade at it and blows it up. <laughs> We're in that final fight. Tillman goes and sees the raft. And you get that moment, which is kind of cool. He sees that it's been destroyed. And like, oh, damn the, bait. the fight's here. Yeah. <laughs> Your enemy has not left. I love that they're doing Sun Tzu's Art of War at each other, too, in this movie. <laughs> Men of War, Art of War. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you watch Shadow Warriors, dude. And you, it starts out with Hulk Hogan, brother. And he's doing <laughs> katas, dude, by a fire, dude. <laughs> Did you just turn into a surfer? Yeah, brother, because Hulk Hogan <laughs> plays bass, dude, and also is a surfer, dude. <laughs> and th- this is more before I started wrestling Hogan. That's my He moment. does have a surf shop, I guess. I yeah, know. dude. <laughs> Hogan's sex wax. Has anyone ever seen him surfing? i seen him with a bubble love. Never mind. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, dude. But he does katas, brother, and throws knives. And everybody's like, man, you and all that martial arts stuff. When they're talking to him in that movie, and that's a that's a straight to DV, straight to video <laughs> action movie, not this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's banter, dude. <laughs> so, but they they meet back up towards the end of the night, and the colonel's like, "What's the body count?" And that's when Blade's like, 13, all ours." What have you been doing all day? Finding tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. But then I, I wrote down that leaves us thirty six. Right now, we know there's 36 of them left right. from that point on. Mm-hmm. That's key for us. That you know, don't worry, Colonel. I'll get you bodies tomorrow. <laughs> and he wants to just blow up the caves, and he's not allowed yeah. to do it. He's getting pissed and more pissed because he just wants people to die, and he's making him. What's the best word? <laughs> you can't blow up the caves. That's where all the property is. He does agree to that though, which is <laughs> weird. That was weird. Yeah, he, he's definitely this this bloodthirsty monster. He's like, well, they're hiding in the caves. Let's blow up the caves. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Tillman's like, "There's, we won't do that because there's, there's I guess he wants here. the money. Yeah. He wants to win the war. He thinks he's still in war. He wants to fight. Yeah. Yep. As this battle's going on, Poe disappears and we see him climbing up the side of the ship that Dharma and Greg are on. And that's the last we see of Poe for a while. And yeah. that's great. Every time you say Dharma and Greg, it screws me up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name in Criminal Minds, so I can't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. I'd say him and that little smart guy's <laughs> name. What's the little smart guy with the blonde hair? Steven? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. This ain't no game, y'all! Jamal, uh, everyone kind of has their moment. Like j- After that, that with the kids, Jamal has a run, and he takes out four guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was keeping track and yeah it's like they were 35 Jamal goes on the move and went 34 33 32 31 and that's and then it, of course it's what's up little brother big brother that's when he runs into Blades in that hut yeah and Blades immediately shoots him in the leg <laughs> he hates him he hates everybody that's true <laughs> He he's getting the, the upper hand he's beating the hell out of him and then all the kids attack Blades knock him out of the hut he throws one of them onto a roof 
Yeah. Falls down and then that one proceeds to jump off the roof onto his nuts. <laughs> it's great. Hundred stars. I think Siskel and Ebert gave this one twenty hundred star or thumbs up. Yeah. They grew more hands just for this movie. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> we get this weird shot, and I liked it until I didn't. It's it's of that kid's perspective. He's seeing in slow motion all the war going on. And like looking around, you can see, like it kind of sucks. It's like, wow, this is really affecting this kid. Like you see the trauma happening for him. But it's like we're in his perspective, we're in his POV, I would say. Yeah. And then you see Nick running up all slow motion and just throwing guys by their face. (laughs) And then he, but he, then he grabs the kid up and starts running with him. And the camera angle never changes. So we're watching him run with the kid. So it totally threw out the POV scene. It like ruined the shot. Yeah. I was pissed at that point. Like I was mad at the director. You ruined the shot. It looked like we were watching the kid see this happen in slow motion. And then we see the kid run away on screen. No. <laughs> you fucked the shot up. Yeah. It would be like if in Halloween when we see that shot of the, the mask with the eyeballs. We we're going down the stairs like that. And then. <laughs> <laughs> it would ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. You see him get picked up and thrown against the stairs. But in that camera angle right yeah i think i missed that part it's quick and it, i mean i should have let it go but i didn't i didn't like that they ruined it, it was a really cool set shot and they kind of ruin it no one confronts nick on that on the bridge with the kid on his shoulders he's like so where's the that you found the jade didn't you like, no it really isn't jade it's bird shit and he's like all right i'm gonna kill you and i hated that because i liked <laughs> nolan out of the, all the the mercs nolan was the one throwing the van damme kicks like it was oh, awesome yeah. I love that he still had the black eyes when he got to the island. Like, they kept that canon the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, this guy got his ass kicked in the beginning of the movie. Yep. Even Nick, who arguably gets beat worse than him by Kiefer, is fine, like, ten minutes later. Yeah, really. There's so much going on at this point in the movie. I'm trying to... And we're... we're, we're it's such a quick movie, too. This is a quick, like, what, 130? Yeah, roughly an hour and a half, yeah. Yeah. So, as we've been recording, it, we're, like, up to the spot we're on now on the screen. <laughs> there it is there's a scene look it's set up you see him looking around he's seeing all this horrible stuff happening and that's his perspective we're seeing and then we see him get picked up and it ruins the shot look out of focus idiot it, you lose the whole moment yeah they even like the music we have it turned down so we can't tell but the music gets all like somber and, and orchestra like right <laughs> it's not that big of a deal you two are like yeah whatever <laughs> it does not matter I'm such a picky yeah that didn't bug me too much <laughs> I didn't like that when Nick goes on the offensive, he's just kind of destroying the villages. He's not really hitting because I'm keeping at this point. I'm keeping track of the numbers. Like when yeah. I see someone die, I'm I'm knocking it, and he's like shooting this this rocket launcher and just hitting the buildings. I'll show you guys. I'll destroy these assholes' homes. And they don't care one whit. They already proved no. that by the beginning when they tried to f- put the fire to their own homes. Yeah. So yeah. that's not how it hurt all, Their homes are all just sticking leaves. Yeah. They're, they're surrounded by jungle. <laughs> I was like, dude, it grows on trees. They, their, <laughs> their homes literally grow on trees. <laughs> I feel like their real homes are probably in the caves or somewhere else. And this is just their pretend home for people. Like, I don't think they show all the information because they seem so smart. I don't know. Maybe that's why they laughed at him when he shot up their huts in the beginning. Yeah, they're hiding something the whole movie. And what they're hiding, of course, is that they're a, a monster murder tribe. <laughs> yeah. Banned. Well, if they're drinking human blood, isn't that pretty much along the lines of cannibalism? They're that a too. group called tribe. 
And plus that big <laughs> thing that had the head and everything that had skulls and everything around it. So. Yeah, they find and Ocker's just already there for some weird reason. Ocker's like spiritually <laughs> on a different level. In this yeah, movie. all the way up to this day, there's still an island out there where it's just real legitimate cannibals. Oh no, there is. <laughs> People aren't allowed to go there because they will be eaten. Dang it! <laughs> I always wanted to see Easter Island. This is a cool scene with Grace. Just it's on the screen. I was oh, she's running it. backwards, shooting. She's off sliding the... backwards down yeah. this hill, and then when she's shooting, like she she falls out over the water and does like this cool Van Dam split as she's shooting through her legs <laughs> at the guy. Yeah. I mean, for our island, this one they found like it wasn't inhabited, so that's right. pretty cool when they had done this movie. And oh, I didn't know that. On, yeah, now it's like everyone goes there to yeah, resort. But be- when they d- first started this, there was no one on that island. Now it's really. full of hotels and spas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they really, they don't do that typical action movie thing either where like the women are all just kind of save me nonsense. Oh, thank God. Like Loki kills Nolan on that bridge. Loki shoots Nolan to death on that bridge. <laughs> well, I think I like this one the most because like you're saying with the women, but also the children are so... They're taught at a very young age to take care of business, too. So, I mean, no one's, even the old people, no one is, what's the right word? Um, These people on this island kind of seem too prepared. No one's a wet blanket. Yeah. They're, like, they're way overly prepared. The kids know how to poison people with blow darts. I don't feel like they're overly prepared. Do you think this is their only confrontation? No. No, I think they're the warfaring People that are hiding it for National so, Geographic and everybody that talks about I want to see the prequel to this movie with them all training and why they needed to. Yeah. <laughs> or how it was supposed to end where they eat everybody at the end. That's horrible. That's <laughs> yeah. racist. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about drinking human blood. I mean. Yeah. Literally eating people. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the islands that are around them have been taken over by the U.S., right? Basically, that's what he said. How did you feel before we came yeah. here? So, I mean. They already know they don't want that for their island. Yeah. So who wouldn't prepare? Well, they were like presenting themselves as all peaceful and whatnot, but <laughs> yeah, because they would want everyone to underestimate them so they can kick their booties <laughs> in a good way without having to worry about it. So we get so much fighting back and forth. Everybody gets a moment. Grace, when after she gets you know flung backwards into that that pond or lake, she starts getting surrounded by guys. Right. Like she's, I think it's two on one with her at one point, and yeah. that's when Jimmy G shows back up. Right, saves her again. She didn't need help. Nope. They have a little moment where he's like, "Why do you keep trying to save me when I don't need your help?" He's like, I "Can't help myself," and they kiss. <laughs> and then he gets shot. Yeah, and then creep with the scar and the burnt face kills him. Yep. <laughs> I love the way she dispatches him. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's runner up for best kill of the movie. When she walks up to him, says something I don't know the language, but it seems nice, and then just does the ice cube trick I do to you all the time and drops a grenade back down the back of his shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he doesn't even seem to realize it first. No, she backs up. He's like, "What? What? 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 Is it that?" <laughs> yeah. Great. She had to hold it for a quick minute, though, as she was talking to him, so she had enough time for, so he wouldn't be able to get it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get we get a scene. Another. It cuts back to Nick shooting that, that rocket launcher, 
and he's looking off into like the the huts from from a high point, and we see someone sneaking up behind him. And then in, in the distance, we hear Blade screaming, "Y'all can't kill me! I'm untouchable!" It's not, and he just fires on one hut, and you just hear Blades, ah! And then the guy behind him got killed by the the missiles like backdraft burnt the guy behind him, and he has that line, "Shouldn't sneak up on people." <laughs> so good. So you think Blades is dead at that point? I'm like, wow, they gave him an off-screen death. That sucks. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to him just trying to get to a raft to escape. The side of his face all burnt up. Looks great. And But there's Ocker on the raft. He just flies out of nowhere because it's a raft in the middle of the water. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Blades gets on it, starts it up, and then Ocker's surprise jumps at him from, like, the left. <laughs> it's I guess that's a plot hole, but it's good still. <laughs> they have their fight. Blade's obviously so much bigger. Yeah, what was he, just like hiding underwater or something? <laughs> there's nowhere. Just, now that I'm saying it out loud, there's nowhere he could have been. <laughs> I wonder if there's sharks in their water. Oh, there's got to be. Guaranteed. Yeah. Especially with all the human chumming they've been doing lately. Yeah, that's another point in this movie <laughs> I wanted to touch on is that like every time someone gets tossed in water that's been hurt or hit or bleeding... There's the appropriate amount of blood in the water too. Yeah. Like it, they they keep track of that. If you notice it, when when uh, Nick and and Kiefer are having their final fight in hell, they, every time they get thrown into the water, there's like blood coming out into the water. So good. Kiefer has that line when they <clears throat> declare war. He's like, "See you in hell, Nick Gunner," and then throws the flag that he lit on fire. Yeah. Did anybody else get kind of nervous when that flag's fire started getting way close to Kiefer? Yeah. No. Wait, which one are you talking about? I, I I jumped back, but when Tillman, Kiefer, they They're, all they all ride up. Some of their names are confusing me. Kiefer's the Australian guy. He he, he rides up with oh okay with yeah yeah yeah, and they have that yeah when flag. he threw the flag, it was like part of it didn't even go with the flag. Part of it stayed and like and lingered on his shoulder yeah, for it a second. Like it stuck to his shoulder <laughs> yeah. for a second. But they're they're having their fight on the raft, and Blades gets the upper hand. Pushes him off the raft and is wrapping, or no, is like strangling him in the water. Yeah. And then Ocker's girl shows up behind him, starts wrapping a rope around Blade's neck, but doesn't phase Blade's at all. So he snaps Ocker's neck, which is dark. Yeah. <laughs> and she just cuts the raft on and, and it takes off. He realizes he's tied to just it. Dragging him through the water. Gets dragged by the raft to his death. That, I think, is the best death in the movie. <laughs> Probably. You just said that three seconds ago. I said the one three seconds ago was a runner-up for the oh, best death in the yeah. movie okay. with the grenade. And I don't even know if this is the best one because I like Kiefer's death, too. I don't know, man. There's so many to choose from. But what sucks is Kiefer's up on a mountain watching this all go down. And, you know, Ocker's body, she she drags Ocker's body out of the water and is crying over him. And so Kiefer just snipes her from the mountaintop. Kills her. And then smiles about it like he did something good. Well, his He's point of horrible. view was good. <laughs> you want him to die, and, and they, they know that, and you get it. At that point, there's 22 enemy forces left, <laughs> according to the count. Yeah. Tillman and Gunner are in the cave with Kiefer now. They're having their little standoff, arguing that... They're arguing, pretty much. Kiefer... I just feel like Kiefer's getting butt hurt because he... He realizes that he's not going to get what he wants. He's not going to kill the people. As oh, well, that's later. Yeah. So they're, they're arguing back and forth. And, and Tillman's like, we have a job to do. 
I have I have honor in doing my job. And that's when you hear Poe out of nowhere, who we haven't seen since he climbed that boat. And he's like, job, honor, job over. And he's holding the heads of Dharma and Greg. Yeah. Yeah, these <laughs> are people awesome. that were going to pay you. And Tillman's like, nah, we're done here. War's <laughs> over. Are you kidding me? You're just going to stop after we've won the war? There is no war. It's done. <laughs> we don't know how to use bird shit. Those guys did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was my least favorite part of the whole movie. When Tillman just stops? No, but right when they kind of get blown up. And when it gets blown up, it looks like the heads got blown up, but it was mache. And I hated that it looked like mache and it annoyed oh, yeah. me so bad. The heads don't look good. Yeah. yeah. We can say that. That's... I didn't mind the heads until they got blown up. <laughs> this is one of those movies where people are, if they listen, they, they're probably not going to have seen it before they listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. When Poe shows up with the heads, they don't look fantastic. <laughs> I didn't. Ha- I truthfully did not have a problem with the heads until the uh, that scene had gotten blown up, and then I realized that they had made it with mache. Yeah, because it, it didn't mache. look. Yeah. It didn't look bad to me until the that. They shouldn't initial. have had a close up of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiefer kills Tillman, <laughs> blows him up, and then. The ground falls out from under him, and they go into a lower chamber in the cave. And that's, but also Nick Gunner's already there. <laughs> so Kiefer falls, hits the ground, and Gunner's just like, "Welcome to hell," <laughs> which is a great callback. It's why I brought up earlier when he was like, "See you in hell, Gunner." Yeah. Tillman's dead. They have this fight in that death chamber, which is really cool. I do like it. That yeah. final fight. I like a. I like a good final one-on-one fist fight in water. Still. <laughs> Kiefer gets the upper hands, choking him, holding his head under the water. And then Nick grabs that sharp bone, just throws it up through Kiefer's jaw into his brain. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so good. I love when th- there's all these old ancient weapons everywhere. And like they're fighting. Nick Gunner runs off to the side, grabs a battle axe, swings it, just <laughs> brings it down on Kiefer's head, and it just shatters. He's like, fuck. <laughs> So, Gunner's yeah, dead. Stuff's obviously been there for a while and kind of rotting away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, not Gunner. Uh, so, Kiefer's dead. That leaves 20 enemy soldiers. Yeah. So, I guess we're to believe, if we're keeping track right, that those 20 soldiers were taken out by the tribe. Yeah, they would have to be. So, I think that tribe can take out 20 well-armed men is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. We don't ever see who they're killing. We only see who our main characters are killing. So that left me to believe. Not to mention, if we're down to twenty, that means thirty have been killed. So there's at least thirty guns that the tribe could have gathered up to and been using. Yeah. (laughs) So favorite scene for me would be. I genuinely love this movie. I might need time. I think you guys have to go first for favorite scenes. My favorite scene is with the ape. I really like that. At the gorilla. It's my favorite scene in a way because watching it with you made it my favorite scene. It meant nothing to me the first time I watched it. Watching it with you, it was one of my favorite scenes. He better not be (laughs) recruiting that gorilla. I just loved how it was. (laughs) Because it is so fast. He's getting the guys one by one by one by one. It just keeps popping up on their faces and there's just an ape. My favorite and first both involve the same two people. My favorite and least favorite. Okay. My favorite, that uh, last fight with Gunner and, and was a Keeper. Yeah. And the first fight with Gunner and Keeper. Yeah. That was my least favorite. <laughs> I like what it sets up for the scene, but it is kind of a tease to have him. And then for him not to really have any effects from it. Yeah. 
I mean, he was taping his ribs later on. Yeah, but. with like scotch tape. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? It was supposed to be duct tape, Dan. He must have used so many fucking rolls of tape on that abdomen. <laughs> yeah. Like peewee football on his abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that punch in his back. I just felt like that was just horrible. Yeah, it looks it looks bad. It looks like Kiefer's having a hard time just doing it, though, a little bit. Like, he's just taking these shots like nothing. Yeah. I feel like that first fight should have been both of them fighting each other. And maybe Kiefer got the other upper hand because his men pulled guns on him or something, you know? Right. <laughs> it shouldn't have just been, hey, let me beat you up. <laughs> I hit you. I hit you. <laughs> That just, it seemed, that whole, that whole scene just seemed dumb to me. <laughs> I just kind of like, like I said, I liked it for the setup that all of his men should have been completely loyal to him after that. And yeah. yeah. And they don't give you that though. No, they no. don't. But he does have at least three of them out of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> all those guys, three. And one of them wasn't <laughs> even part of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. kind of waste that whole scene. It yeah. does. That should have happened later to build the team. And, and. Blade should have been a good guy. Nolan should have been a good guy. Blade's just wanted to kill. Yeah. There was no making that man nice. No. Favorite scene for me, though. I just pick any scene. It's so good. <laughs> I think it's the kids stomping on Zeus's balls. That was good. He throws that child 10 feet in the air onto a rooftop, and he comes back down on his balls. That's favorite for Dustin. <laughs> Least favorite. I was going to say the beginning, like the stuff with Gunner, because of how crazy his clothes are and stuff. Yeah. But even that, I didn't touch on it, but like his apartment, there's just blood on the walls. <laughs> That's And it feels so real. Like, I don't even know where that came from. I just believe there's blood on his walls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think it's the stuff at the bar. I think it's before Keeper's fight scene. I didn't like, yeah. like, I didn't think you needed a lot of that uh, sucky, sucky $20 lady and stuff. Oh, yeah. If you want to be friends, it's more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it costs more <laughs> yeah. uh, that's out of the whole movie my least favorite is probably the Buna Bay. yeah see i took that scene when he was saying that and she said that that he didn't even pay her 20 dollars. he sent her out because he wanted someone to talk to or he paid her more just yeah. to talk to i think he paid her 15 and still did it though <laughs> if i had to rate this one on a scale of one to ten hmm Poor Bob's over there still thinking about his least favorite scene in a day or he's Oh, my bad. Huh? You did say it. He, he did, did say like he said it with his... Okay, so mine yeah. was the when they're on the boat and Kiefer's there and he's making them have him as a partner. I felt like that was just not needed. Yeah, and, and a good, now that you said that, it reminded me, I also did not like Kiefer's moments. Like when he finds out there's Jade on the island, that's very good. Yeah. That's like his catchphrases. That's very fucking good. Yeah, yeah. He says it when he sees Nick at the bar. And... Kiefer's not the best part of this movie. No. <laughs> that's fair. Because then at that point, we're just watching Kiefer, Dharma, and Greg. Yeah. And that's the least. <laughs> They're so boring. Yeah. Also, you know what? I take it back. My least favorite is going to be when Greg gets a set of balls on him against Nick. When he's meeting on the on the boat. And he's like, it's bird shit, you fucking idiot. Like, calling him a fucking idiot and stuff? Like, yeah. you wouldn't say that to him. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you shouldn't feel comfortable saying that to him, even if it's in the script. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks too comfortable saying that. There's no fear in his eyes. I don't like that scene. I think he's kind of got, like, the attitude, like, well, I'm paying you. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, and he shouldn't. Yeah. He should not feel that comfortable. That guy's freaking crazy. <laughs> 
I've been trying to really challenge myself not to pick seven. It seems like we've given sevens to more movies in this show. <laughs> yeah. So for what it is, if I'm rating it on straight to, to video action movie, yeah. 90s this action is a nine. Movie. This is a nine for me. Yeah. If it's on a scale of, of 90s straight to video action movies, this is a nine. I was going to give it an eight because yeah. I actually didn't like cringe when I had to watch it a couple of times. <laughs> I actually didn't mind watching it. But to be on the fair side, there, it has its problems. It, Like you said, if it did get released theatrically, <laughs> it wasn't going to be Con Air. No. You know, <laughs> we're not talking about Braveheart. Right. So, yeah. I'm going to go six on this. Just because I'm challenging myself not to pick seven, and it, it feels like you have to really make a choice when you don't pick seven. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys at? I'm at six. You said eight. eight. That's fair. Yeah. I don't I'm, think you're off with that. I'm probably around a six also. Yeah. <laughs> but we've reached that point. Everyone has their opinions. You know, if, if you guys watch this later on and decide you want to have your say in it, yeah. write us, Movies Against, on Twitter. Movies Against on Instagram. You can write it. We have an email, matpod at mail.com. Let us know what you thought, because this one was a surprise for me, and it was a first-time watch for basically all of us. Yeah, I didn't have high hopes, but it was better than I thought it would be. I ac- I somehow <laughs> accidentally talked it up too much to Bob. I did that thing I try not to do where you... you I did it with Sonic to you, too. When you, the first time you mentioned this movie to me, you were like, oh, I saw it. And you were like wide-eyed and said, awesome. I was like, what? <laughs> it is for a straight-to-video to action movie. It really is awesome. When I when I think like wide-eyed awesome, is, I think like Gladiator. And... I think that's the impression I gave you. Yeah. Is that like, it, damn, like, this is going to be Con Air, dude. I was like, damn, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... I would argue some of the fight scenes in this movie is better than some of the fight scenes in Con Air. Yeah. The acting, the story's not as strong. Okay. It doesn't have Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah. But. Which he's kind of hit or miss anyway. I think it's very <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, film worth watching if you can find it, especially if you can find it on VHS. I don't know how the Blu-ray release was. I just know the DVD also is missing those scenes. Yeah. That's Men of War. Now it's time for the future. This is the <laughs> What's time. the future? Bob tells us the future of Movies Against Time. I got our next pick. <laughs> Constantine. I like that one. 2005. Yep. That's a good one. I like that movie. i just seen it recently. It's a good one I going into Halloween. <laughs> and there's rumors of a sequel coming out, right? Yes. No rumors. It's happening. Cool. Who told you? <laughs> the internet. Oh. <laughs> the all-powerful Mis- Mr. internet. Mr. Google told me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I always picture Google was a lady. Personally. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool pick. I only ever really watched it in 2005 once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I watched about three or four times. Yeah. We have it on disc somewhere without a case. And I have it with a case. <laughs> but also, it's on Netflix right now, too. Yes. I don't know if it will be. When the show comes <laughs> two out, weeks. two weeks from now, they rotate. They rotate stuff pretty often. Yeah, that's it, right? Any final words? What about? <laughs> what about? Well, I got a couple final words, dude. Oh god! <laughs> Look at me like I'm. Sorry. I got the next line. We're done here. Yep, we're fucking done. We're very fucking done. Doing katas, brother, by a fire pit, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's so ridiculous. He's doing like 
the Patrick Swayze shit from Roadhouse. Yeah. That the weird farmer's watching him a little too good about. That's what Hogan's doing in the beginning of that movie. Yeah. But in black leather pants with like Vin, Vin Diesel's Riddick blades around his back. And that's what he throws <laughs> after he's done doing his poses. It's wild. And everybody's introducing that. You know who's in it? Uh, Apollo Creed. What? Ah, what's his name? Carl Weathers. Yes, Carl Weathers is in it. And that's the one who says the line to him. He's like, man, I know how you are with all that martial arts and kung fu. And like, just someone like him saying that to Hulk Hogan was so funny. And this movie's not from the 90s or 80s. This is from like 2003. Really? It's like not old. It's crap. It's a bad movie. It's it's the worst everything. <laughs> this this one had a score, dude. Yeah. Dude, this one had a whole score, brother. Oh, I should stop the podcast. <laughs>